From painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking, KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Today on Artbeat, we talk about youth education programs at the Great River Shakespeare Festival with Director of Education Jen Oswald and Associate Artistic Director Tara Flanagan. Jen and Tara explain how the youth education programs work, what kinds of experiences the students get through the programs, and they even talk about the joy of working with these young creative minds. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Jen Oswald and Tara Flanagan from the Great River Shakespeare Festival on Artbeat. I'm here with Jen Oswald. She's the Director of Education. Uh, she works with uh, Shakespeare for Young Designers here at uh, the Great River Shakespeare Festival. How are you doing today, Jen? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. And uh, thanks for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Um, we thought it was an interesting topic. You know, uh, Shakespeare Festival does this every year, you know, works with young people and, you know, kind of shows them the ropes and gets them into sh- uh, theater and different aspects of it. Um, how did these uh, programs come about? I mean, it really came from we saw a need and wanted to fill it. Uh, Shakespeare for Young Actors is uh, an old program. It's been going on for at least a decade, I believe. Uh, And then Shakespeare for Young Designers, which is what I teach, started in 2013 uh, during season 10. And Shakespeare for Young Filmmakers just started last year. Um, So that's a new one. But it's uh, we are a company that's filled with a lot of really enthusiastic educators um, and people that are really passionate about saying that theater and Shakespeare in particular is for everybody and what is the way that we make that accessible and fun and exciting and uh, these programs are a huge part of how we do that. So then uh, you mentioned you know the Shakespeare for Young Actors, Shakespeare for Young Filmmakers um, and then do all the programs kind of work together to make their presentations or uh, like you know do the actors work with the filmmakers and the designers and, and such? Uh, yes and no. Uh, the filmmakers uh, run pretty independently. Right now it's just a two-week program as well uh, so they run a little bit shorter than uh, young actors and young designers about three weeks and so uh, they are working on independent projects where they're each uh, group of them are making short films uh, that somehow center on Shakespeare. It's a script that they write and film and produce and do the whole thing. Um, young actors and young designers are focusing on the same production. Uh, so we are all working on Henry V. It's the first time we're doing a history with a bunch of middle and high schoolers. And uh, so far, so good. It's actually been really great. Uh, but uh, the young designers work to come up with an actualized uh, design for the young actor production that will uh, be going up this Sunday. And then the young designers also each work on an independent project where I say they have their bazillion dollar budget. Um, and if they can justify it, they can do it. And so uh, we get some pretty wacky and wonderful ideas that I certainly never would have come up with. Do you have any uh, examples of some of these wacky, wonderful ideas? Well, uh, this year for Henry V, we have uh, Henry V inspired by Pokemon. Uh, where uh, each character is a different Pokemon that they share characteristics with. Uh, And then another one where the entire world is a circus. Um, And so what role would each of the characters play? Should it be a circus? Uh, And sort of, right, how how do we see that? And how does that represent what's happening uh, between England and France and Henry V's time? 
Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's cool how it, you know, uh, you think, well, they're going to learn about Shakespeare and they're going to do Shakespeare plays. But then, you know, in coming up with these ideas, it seems like it's pretty wide open. They can really stretch their creativity. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. And we all start, particularly in uh, both the actors and young designers, we start by doing a scene breakdown. We talk about every single character. Um, By day three, they know this play. Um, And so... That way, when they say, I want to make every, or I want to do an entire production uh, designed around the elements, um, I can say, great, who, who, and why, and how, um, and they have an answer. And if they don't have an answer, that's why they have instructors, and we have that conversation um, of how does... uh, how does that concept fit into the world? And uh, right uh, at Great River, we're a text-based company. And so that means that everything has to go back to the text of Shakespeare, um, which isn't always the most accessible when you are in seventh through 12th grade uh, and your only introduction to Shakespeare has been sitting in class uh, maybe bored, right? Maybe not, but uh, we talk a lot about how, um, especially amongst the professional company, the majority of us, our first interaction with Shakespeare was negative. Um, And we want to change that. Um, We're saying that it is for everybody. It is accessible. um, And it can be fun. And it can be something that you can relate to and see yourself in. Or see your favorite Pokemon in. (laughs) Right. Or your favorite Pokemon. That's great. Um, And uh, we should mention, too, that this weekend uh, is going to be the uh, uh, exposition or presentation of all their hard work uh, this Saturday and Sunday. Um, So I encourage everyone to get to that. And we'll talk about the dates a little later. But, uh, um, you know, I also wanted to know, how did you become involved as an educator in this program yourself? Yeah, so I uh, actually started with Great River Shakespeare back in 2013 as a costume intern. Um, So I came here, one, through our intern program, uh, which is fabulous on its own. Uh, And then it really just was an environment where it fostered new interests and uh, things that I was excited about. And so uh, I worked in the costume shop up until a couple of years ago, uh, part-time, and then uh, started teaching young designers full-time. I believe this is my fifth year, um, but Shakespeare for Young Designers is the program that made me interested in education in the first place. So then uh, do you work in education outside of the Shakespeare Festival then? I do, yeah. Um, I am from and based in Chicago, and so uh, I work primarily as a teaching artist there. Uh, So lots of freelance, lots of contracting, which is great. And just like here, we kind of get to see different groups of people every single day. Um, And uh, yeah, it just continues to inform what I do here and what I believe as far as the accessibility of education. Cool. And that must be rewarding, too. You get to see people kind of, young people, grow in their in their uh, creative endeavors and, you know, learn about it. So, Yeah, absolutely. It's a blast. And, uh, I mean, especially here, that's the thing. Coming back for, you know, I started seven years ago. And so uh, coming back season after season, it's the kids that were kids are grown-ups and, and, you know, are in college or graduating from college. And, uh, uh, and that is just a blast. And I think that it's something that, is so rare to get to experience in general, um, sort of seeing them grow up and grow up with them. That sounds great. Um, so in the uh, design part, are we talking mostly like, is it all, is it costume design? Is it set design? Is it kind of a little bit of everything? How does it work? 
Uh, it kind of depends on what they are interested in. So um, we right, we do our scene breakdown at the very beginning, and we talk just about the play um, and sort of see what are you drawn to? Are you drawn to the characters? Um, are you drawn to the space? Are you drawn to the mood of the play in general? And so this year, uh, we have students doing costume design, scenic design, and lighting design, which is a new uh, thing, which has just been really exciting to figure out how we create a theoretical lighting design, um, which is not my background. And so it's meant bringing in a lot of other people who know more than I do and having those conversations. And uh, it's it's been really, really cool. Nice. That's awesome. So, and and I think it's it's also neat that they get to uh, kind of their entry point is their own curiosity and their own interest in whatever aspect of the play. So, so can you kind of walk me through how the workshop progresses throughout the duration of the couple of the two weeks? Uh, you know, what types of things do they start out with, and and you know, where do we end up by this weekend? Yeah, so uh, all the programs run a little bit differently, obviously, depending on their discipline. Um, Young Filmmakers is just the two weeks, and so they start off with um, writing, and then move into filming, and then go into editing. Um, and so our goal with all of these programs is that we are simulating a professional process, um, which usually don't happen in three weeks, so that is always the ad adventure. Um, but with the young actors, they start off um, day one, uh, they get to know each other a little bit, they uh, you know, do some skills classes. Uh, day two, they audition. Day three, they walk in and get their script with their role. And from there, it is text work uh, with a bunch of different company members. Um, they are uh, rehearsing, they're building, and then they perform uh, and so it's just they're amazing and they're you know they're middle and high schoolers doing Henry five uh, and fully memorized in three weeks um, for the young designers uh, we start off right by reading the script um, we say what is the script what do we know about the script we learn everything that we can about the script um, and then we start to talk about uh, what are your reactions to it right what is the mood what are the things that you're taking away from it what is the world in which we see this existing and that's how we get such a wide range of designs um, and then uh, they make research boards so they pull a ton of images uh, and put them all in a board so that I can look at it and go that's what your design is um, and then they start doing uh, either sketching renderings so or costume renderings if they are a costume designer uh, they start building a scenic model box right what is that set gonna look like what is the space you're giving uh, to a team uh, and then if it's lighting design uh, they're creating what we call magic sheets uh, where they go through scene by scene and talk about what is the mood what are the colors um, are there any sort of special effects um, where is the light coming from, right? It's going to be very different if it's overhead red lighting than if you're lighting somebody with bright green from below um, or something that's much more neutral than that. Uh, and so then we have just a lot of work time. So while uh, the young actors are doing rehearsing day in and day out in different capacities, we're doing that um, for our designs. Okay. And then since the uh, lighting design is kind of new, I'm kind of curious, like, do they actually get to go into the theater and work with the lights then and, and place them and stuff like that? or Not yet. <laughs> uh, it's, we're still figuring that out. Um, it's been a lot of, I've been bringing in our lighting interns have been really, really helpful. Um, and so we went uh, over to the Performing Arts Center. That's a lot of uh, what I try to do for the young designers, uh, right? This is a program that from what I can tell is 
one of maybe just a couple in the country um, that say, as a young person, there is a space for you in theater that is not on stage. Um, and what are all of the ways that you can do that? Uh, and so uh, we spend a lot of time over in the Performing Arts Center uh, where our main stage is and our black box are, is. Um, and uh, we get tours by our interns, who are the ones who are running the shows, right? They're working professionally, and a lot of them are college students, so they're not too much older than the students in this class, um, but they're getting paid to do the thing that they want to do. Um, and then uh, later on in the process, we will sit backstage with them for a production of uh, Servant of Two Masters, and they will each shadow a different crew member. Um, and so it's just getting a lot of that uh, exposure while we can't necessarily go in and focus lights and play with the board um three weeks is not very much time <laughs> right right well and like you said it's a new program so maybe in the future you know there'll be a lab or something where you can go in and yeah that would be great um so is it you know you talked about the different ideas that they come up with once they get to know the play you know and in, in their in their designing efforts uh is it a lot of individual learning and a lot of in individual designing or is it more of a collaborative effort do they go in groups how, how does it work yeah um it's a mix really uh, so like i said they each have their own theoretical independent design um, and while they might interact with each other or a lot of times they'll you know ask for the opinion of the student next to them um, or they show each other we do a lot of um, building up presentation skills as well um, acknowledging that one public speaking and presentation is really hard um, but two that if you're going to do something particularly something creative uh, you have to be able to talk about it um, and so we do a lot of that uh, very casually with each other and then um, build it up so that they're ready to do it for the community and the company members uh, on that final Sunday. Nice, nice. Kind of build up their confidence kind of slow and easy. And <laughs> great. Um, so uh, how far away do students come from for these programs? You know, you mentioned that this is probably one of a handful, you know. Uh, do they come from far and wide or how's that go? Uh, right now, everybody is uh, Minnesota or just outside Minnesota based. We do have uh, folks both in this program as well as uh, the other programs for middle and high schoolers. And we have Will's Power Players, which is uh, for kids age four through sixth grade. Um, which each just runs one week. And we have people who come back to Winona for a week or two or three weeks or stay with family in town just so that they can do these programs, um, whether that's because they moved away and want to be able to continue to do them, um, and so they you know, find a way to stay with old friends, um, or sometimes they just come and they stay with their parents for a week-long vacation and come to class each day. So we... Um, would one day love to be able to bring in uh, kids from across the country. And I've gotten emails from parents, uh, from kids that are much further away. But right now, we don't have a way to house them. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we can take care of that in the future. That'd be neat to see, you know. Um, so uh, how many students are we talking in a classroom? You know, do you have, are there multiple classes for design or just like a one class that goes or? Yeah, it's just uh, one class, so one class of actors, one class of uh, designers, one class of filmmakers, and then Will's Power Players, again, just one of those each week. Um, and uh, Will's Power Players, I didn't talk much about, but really acts just as an introduction to Shakespeare and an introduction to um, play um, and sort of scripted play. Uh, and so we uh, just have one section for each of those. Uh, young Designers has eight students this year. Uh, young Actors has 12. Young Filmmakers has 11. So we usually hover um, kind of right around 10 to 15, um, which is 
perfect. It's just enough to, uh, you know, really create an ensemble and really collaborate, but uh, small enough that we can still give them that independent attention that makes these programs what they are. Right, right. Oh, it sounds like a great program, you know. Um, I'd love to see it expand and have, you know, people come from all over. Uh, How much does the program cost for kids? Yeah, uh, our three-week program, so young designers and young actors, each uh, cost $450. Uh, young filmmakers right now at two weeks is $350, um, and then Will's Power Players uh, runs $195, uh, depending on which program it is. Uh, we do give a discount if you do multiple weeks. Um, and we do have scholarships available. A uh, good bulk of our students are receiving some kind of financial aid. Uh, and I, both myself as the director of education and Great River as a whole really fundamentally believe that uh, these programs should be accessible to anybody and everybody. Um, So we have never turned down a student um, based on financial uh, restrictions. And we're always willing to have the conversation of, you know, this is what we can do. Does that work for you? Um, And then figuring it out. And we do uh, get donations that are specifically directed towards scholarships. Um, And, you know, we can always use more of those because we want to be able to give students uh, the experience while still um, keeping the value that we place on these classes. Right. So if someone wanted to donate specifically for the summer youth programming, um, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, uh, it would work just as a donation to the festival. And then if you wanted to direct it towards scholarships specifically, uh, you can just make a note on your donation and we'll consider those restricted funds. Um, So it's something that we can't move around to use for something else if that's what you really want your money to go towards. Great. Well, this is a great program. I encourage anyone out there who's interested to help out and, uh, you know, make sure these kids can uh, experience this. Um, So as kind of a leader of the program, you know, an educator, uh, what's the most challenging thing that you see, you know, that that you have to deal with? Oh, um, I think we just get such a wide range of students. Um, You know, I have students who are in my class who've been doing it for three years or four years. I mean, same thing with the young actors. Some of them started in that class when they were in seventh grade and now they're in 12th. And so uh, it's right incredible to see that growth. And I talked about that earlier, but it does mean that sometimes you get students in here who have never seen a play or never seen a Shakespeare play at least. Uh, and so we're starting uh, at finding you know level zero um, and what do we need to do to make sure that they are prepared, um, but still challenging the students who know this stuff, you know, who have been doing text work since before I started working here. Um, and so it's really just about finding that balance, uh, I think, in all of the classes. And we have a really, really great team. Um, Tara Flanagan, who's been with the festival for years and years, um, has been in charge of Shakespeare Fearing Actors um, for a very long time. And so uh, she brings in her best people when she needs to as well. Uh, And we're really just all very committed to uh, giving our students exactly what they need to be successful. Um, And so we're constantly collaborating even between programs to make sure that we're doing that and make sure that we are preparing them and supporting them um, and challenging them. Well, it sounds like they're good challenges, you know, kind of that would lead to rewards. So like, what's the most rewarding part? You know, can you can you maybe think of a time or a specific instance where you're like, oh, wow, this is why I do this? Oh, uh, particularly with 
Actually, this would apply to both young designers and young actors. Um, we have, over the years, had a few different students who came in who were just terrified, um, uh, which is fair, right? You know, we talk about how public the final presentation of this is, um, and that that's scary for anybody. Uh, and we're expecting them to do so when they've never talked in front of a large group before necessarily. Um, and there have been a couple different times uh, in both programs where we've had a student who just the whole program, you know, we're, we're doing the thing, they're doing the work, uh, but as instructors, we're nervous. Um, you know, we're, we're not sure what's going to happen when it comes time for them to get on stage or to talk to people in the lobby. Um, and I have never not been impressed with that final presentation. Never, ever. I've had so many, you know, where I'm looking over and I'm like, are they okay? Are they, oh, um, okay. And then they're chatting away. And, you know, I think they're talking more than they talked in the three weeks of the program. And it's, um, you know, I don't know exactly what you can attribute that to, except that we're building an environment where they can be themselves and they know that we will not let them down. And that's a huge part of it, uh, is just that um, we're making the space for them to grow. It sounds like through the program, they not only learn about, you know, designing or acting or filmmaking, but, but it sounds like these are, they learn skills and, and experiences that'll carry them through other, you know, aspects of life. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal. Uh, I was just talking to a group the other day and I said, you know, we, we want to make good designers and we want to make good actors and good filmmakers and um, good whatever the thing is, but we mostly want to make them good people. Um, there's a tagline that's been going around Great River Shakespeare for years and years, and uh, that uh, it's the place, it's so unique um, that making good art and being a good person are part of the same thing. Um, and that we fundamentally believe that at the festival as a whole um, is that when good people make good art, the art is better and the space is better. Um, and I think that we believe that in our classes as well, is that, you know, we want you to support each other, we want you to do good work, and we want you to grow as a person um, and put on a play. Right. But that that, you know, while it's so inherent to the process and the product is secondary to just creating the space. I think that goes along with a lot of things in life, you know, really, you know, you think it's about one thing, but really it's about, uh, you know, it sounds cliche, but about the journey to get there is where you really learn, you know. So, you know, this year's program is already underway, you know, like we said, there's going to be their uh, presentations this coming weekend. Um, if, if there's parents or kids out there listening that are interested in participating next year, how would they go about doing so? Yeah, uh, you can visit our website, which is grsf.org, um, and you can also just send me an email. It's education at grsf.org. Uh, my name is John Oswald, uh, and I'd be happy to answer any questions uh, between now and next summer and get folks involved. Excellent. So if anyone out there is interested, uh, email Jen or uh, just go to the website. So be sure to get out to the uh, showcase. It's at the Performing Arts Center this weekend, the uh, July 27th and 28th. So the Shakespeare for Young Filmmakers happens at the front porch event on Saturday, correct? And how does that go down and what time? 
Yeah, so it's going to be uh, Saturday at 11 a.m. in our Black Box Theater. Uh, every Saturday, we have these front porch events where we bring different groups in and have different conversations that we find relevant to the season. So this Saturday, it's going to be the young filmmakers premiering their uh, different films that they've been making over the past few weeks. Uh, and then we are also bringing in a group from Shakespearean Youth Theater, which is Minneapolis-based and we've been collaborating with for the last couple of years. And they're going to be performing a uh, full production of Two Gentlemen of Verona in that two-hour range. Okay, great. And then uh, Shakespeare for Young Actors and Shakespeare for Young Designers, that happens on Sunday then? Yes, it does. Uh, so starting at 5 p.m., our young designers will be set up in the lobby. Uh, they'll each have their own space with all of their um, research boards and uh, things that they've been creating. And at 6 p.m., we will start the Young Actors Performance in the uh, theater of the Performing Arts Center. Okay, fantastic. Well, like I said, I encourage everyone to get out and see the uh, the end, end result of all the hard work that these uh, young kids do, and uh, um, it's a great experience for them, it sounds like. So, you know, let's support them, and uh, like I said, if anyone wants to donate, go to the website, email Jen. Um, I've been talking to Jen Oswald. She's Director of Education here at the Great River Shakespeare Festival, and uh, she also works with Shakespeare for Young Designers. So thanks so much for being on the show today, Jen. Thank you. This was fun. And now we're joined by Tara Flanagan. She's the Associate Artistic Director here at the Great River Shakespeare Festival. And she's a co one of the co-directors for Shakespeare for Young Actors. Uh, thanks for being with us today, Tara. Thanks for having me. For sure. Um, you know, uh, like uh, Jen and I were talking earlier that... Uh, uh, it's a really neat program, and we just kind of wanted to uh, uh, let the public know and kind of, you know, inform people who might be interested in the program and also who might want to check out the uh, performance happening this weekend. Um, so, Tara, how did the programs uh, kind of start and come about? Our founding artistic director, Paul Barnes, uh, came to one of our acting company members, Andrew Carlson, about 12 years ago and asked him to create a training program uh, for young people in the area. Uh, and so Andrew started with skills classes in acting, movement, voice and speech, and Shakespeare. And the students uh, performed a series of scenes and monologues. We did that for two seasons. And after two seasons, the students came to Andrew and said, we want to do an entire play. We want to tackle an entire entire play by Shakespeare. So that third season uh, was the first year uh, we approached an entire play. They still take skills classes. We teach them everything the professional actors do in terms of understanding Shakespeare, um, parsing it. We do what's called scansion work, which is figuring out how the verse informs the character, look up every single word in our Shakespeare lexicon so they really, really know what they're saying and understand the process of the professional actors. Uh, we do a cut down version of a Shakespeare play, but we're not changing any of it. We're not dumbing down the language. It's the real deal. It's just a shortened version. And then we very quickly rehearse, perform, study. Um, so we put this all up in about three weeks. The student actors are working with professional actors uh, and directors from the company. Um, they learn stage combat. They learn voice and speech. Sometimes they learn dance. Again, um, it's really centered on Shakespeare. And at the end of three weeks, they get a performance. Cool, which we will see this weekend. So um, I don't think Jen and I talked about this, but uh, can the kids participate in both, like Shakespeare for Young Actors and Designers, or actors and filmmakers, or you know, can they participate in all of them at once? Or uh, We run our program simultaneously. Okay. So right now um, we're not able to allow students to participate in both. Uh, last year the schedules didn't entirely line up, and so I believe we had one student who 
was able to do both filmmakers and designers. But this year, um, we're running all three programs for three weeks, and we run them simultaneously. We do have students who might do designers one year and then pop over to actors another year and then graduate to filmmakers the third year. So we definitely have students who are interested in all three areas and come back year after year and try out different things. Nice. So there's always an opportunity to, to move into other areas and try everything out, right? Absolutely, yes. Great. Um, so... You know, I'm kind of curious, Tara, you know, you've, you've been doing this for quite some time. Uh, can you remember a moment that made you, like, really proud of your students so that you went, oh, aha, this is why I do this, you know? Every year. It happens every year. I'm exhausted, and I think there's no way we can pull this off. And then every year they pull it off. Um, because we tend to have students return year after year, sometimes we'll have a big group come through together, and then they'll all graduate at the same time. So our numbers go up and down. And there was one year where we had 23 students followed by a year where we had nine and I thought oh my gosh how are we going to do I had chosen um, Romeo and Juliet we had nine students and one student who wanted to work as a stage manager so I was teaching her um, a little bit about how to do that work on our production and I just thought I don't know how they're going to do this uh, Juliet uh, had to play Juliet and had to come in in the first scene and play a small character named Gregory. Uh, our actress who played Romeo had to play it all the way through and everybody else had to play multiple roles and I just thought there's just no way in three weeks they can memorize this, they can absorb and synthesize all of this information. I had to ask the stage manager to pop into one scene and just play a very small character um, because I couldn't figure out how to make it work otherwise and she did and and they pulled it off, and they did all of Romeo and Juliet, uh, like an hour and 45-minute version of Romeo and Juliet in three wow. weeks. It was amazing. Oh, wow. So they really pulled together. And, you know, it sounds like there's, uh, even if they're not familiar with Shakespeare yet or anything, but it seems like there's a, a real passion, you know, that goes along with these students and that their they're interesting curiosity is probably the the driving force. I think so for sure. I mean, I don't know about you, but my uh, introduction to Shakespeare was in high school and it wasn't super positive. I wasn't very successful in reading it. And because I wasn't successful reading it, I didn't enjoy it. Um, and it wasn't until I went to drama school and I had uh, a Shakespeare teacher sort of give me the keys of the castle as far as how to unlock uh, the magic of Shakespeare that I really began to develop an appreciation. And and these are tools that anybody can learn. And so you pass them along to young people and you see their eyes light up, their faces light up when it make, starts to make sense to them. And they feel so empowered. Um, I just, I'm not necessarily trying to turn anybody into a professional actor. But again, just as you say, like really um, stoking their curiosity, their hunger to learn. Um, we're trying to build self-esteem through setting a really high bar, a really high standard of work and working together as a team team and you just watch them um, you watch their confidence grow um, their empathy grow their ability to to help other people and take joy in other people's work grow and if we can if we can accomplish a little bit of that in our time here then our time is well spent right right well you know and like Jen and I were talking earlier that you know it seems like uh, the whole experience that they have going through these programs it's not just to you know design a costume or a set or 
or act in a play, it, it really, I think, kind of gives them life skills that they can use in other avenues probably, right? For sure. You have to work together as a team. There, uh, There is a time limit. You have to work to a deadline. Um, the show opens and, and you have to be ready to go. Um, you can't, I say this all the time, but you can't practice theater as an individual sport. It is a team sport. You cannot do it on your own. It won't work. Um, and so uh, that's really something that they get to experience. And then Shakespeare, um, the brilliance of Shakespeare and why we're still interested in his plays has less to do with the fanciness of them and more to do with his ability to articulate what it is to be a human. And so that's our business. Much of the day is unpacking what it is to be a person in this world. Everything that's good, everything that's complicated, everything that's messy. Um, And I think for young people, their experiences that they're having now um, make a really deep impression on them. And so we would like to be a force for creating really good experiences for young people. Not necessarily easy experiences, but really meaningful experiences. Great. Well, it sounds like a wonderful program. And uh, like I've said before, I encourage everyone to get out this weekend and uh, see the showcases. And then uh, the showcases are this this Saturday and Sunday, the 27th and 28th. Um, the Filmmakers is on at the Front Porch event on Saturday, correct? Yes. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the other two are Sunday evening, I believe, right? That's correct. Okay. Well, I've been talking to uh, Tara Flanagan. She's the Associate Artistic Director here at your Great River Shakespeare Festival, and she's also one of the co-directors for Shakespeare for Young Actors. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for your interest. I really appreciate it. Thanks again to Director of Education Jen Oswald and Associate Artistic Director Tara Flanagan for joining us today on Artbeat. Remember to check out the showcases for the youth education programs this weekend. The showcases will be held this Sunday, July 28th, starting at 5 p.m. at the Performing Arts Center on the Winona State University campus. For more information, go to grsf.org. For more conversations on art, tune into Artbeat, Tuesdays at 1230, right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've been talking about youth education programs at the Great River Shakespeare Festival with Director of Education Jen Oswald and Associate Artistic Director Tara Flanagan on Artbeat. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org. Art an important part of your life? Find podcasts of Artbeat and all your favorite KQAL shows by going to kqal.org and looking for program archives under the media tab. Artbeat is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.